It's okay, Alexa. Uh, Alexa's interrupting us again. It's okay, Alexa. We got this. <laughs> I thought I clicked on something. <laughs> it's our new audio guy. Made a, made a, whoops. Yeah, we have a newbie running the audio yeah. gear today. Yeah, well, hey, everybody. This is uh, this is Jeff and Jan. And Jan. Um, this is podcast. What is this? 24. Yep. Number 24, episode 24. Nice. Um, yeah, it is On nice. January 24th. Yeah. I think we've got... How many have been in now since we kind of restarted? We started on, like, what, 21? So this is our mm-hmm. fourth or fifth since we kind of got back... Yep. Back to India. So, well, welcome. You're usually the audio guy. Yeah, I'm usually hiding behind the equipment. We uh, we decided to have you on today because uh, I know last time we kind of well, last time we talked about voice. Yep. Uh, uh, Phil had had done some research and, and we talked more about voice, uh, which led us down the road of talking because a, a big part of voice is SEO. Yep. Optimizing engine, for optim- it. Yep. Optimizing for for that, mm-hmm. um, so that those things can be found. Uh, when the uh, don't say her name A L E X A's of the world or series <laughs> or any of those uh, uh, go on the internet to find that information that uh, it returns the right stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, but we decided because it was related to SEO, it'd be good to talk about some of that stuff. Yep. SEO analytics, all that other yeah. stuff that leads into it. So that's cool. Um, but before we get into that, like, I'm just trying to think: is there anything we gotta share with everyone before we go? Did we anything cool happen lately? I, I'm trying. To, I'm racking my brain. Not that cool stuff doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, everything is cool. Glass blowing. Glass we did glass. Oh yeah, glass blowing. That was that. fun. Last time. Where where were you? You said it was before the holidays, or last one? <laughs> no, it was after. Let's see. Yeah, it was after you. Were in. You were in it. You were there. I know. Because I think you showed off some of the glasses. I think so too. Oh, we didn't. No. We'll have to throw it. Well, that'll be a bonus. We'll throw it at the end of this from last time. Um, no, I guess we're just trying to survive through this uh, this unbearable month of January. I it's my I hate it. I hate this month with a passion. Just hate it. So cold. It's and going it's, really fast though. It is. Can't believe Thank it's the twenty fourth already. Thank God. Um. Yeah, I feel like there's stuff to talk about outside of our SEO stuff, but I guess not. Nothing major. I mean, no huge we, milestones. We've launched a few websites. We've launched a few websites. Yeah, that's kept us Maybe busy recently, been, and we're getting close to the launch on well, some others. We'll share more of those later. I think yeah. we're still we're still uh, uh, making sure those are all are uh, good yep. to go uh, with those clients. But, uh, anyways, so yeah, SEO and analytics. So I guess I'll just cut to the chase then. It's yeah, nothing else. Dive right into it. Yeah. This is so, something we could probably drone on for a while about. So analytics. Um, I think most people know what they are, but then mm-hmm. you're, I'm always surprised that when we, when we meet, especially with a website client, um, now we're using HubSpot more, uh, we definitely, that's a huge part of, of that is the data, mm-hmm. the data behind it, what we learn about, um, behaviors and what people are doing when they access content and websites. But I guess we might as well just make sure everyone knows what we're talking about. Yep. So in your words, what are analytics? Yeah, because there's a lot more to it than, than people realize. Uh, a lot of people think of analytics, they think of just statistics. Uh, but there's there's a lot more to it. What what analytics does as a whole is it takes, every web server collects just statistical information about all the visits to the website. And analytics goes a step beyond that. And it, it takes that raw data and creates reports. And, and it's analytics is the tool that does calculations on that data and and gives you a way to communicate that information in a way that's meaningful for your business, for your users. Um, 
and then you can use that information and, and the data that it communicates to make business decisions based on the raw data from a web server. Because you, you look at that raw data and it's just overwhelming. It's just it's right. just numbers. And numbers and, yeah, boxes and numbers. And, yeah. and that's typically in Google Analytics. There's a lot of other mm-hmm. analytics tools, correct? Yep. You know, I think Google Analytics is probably the... Probably the most well-known, I think. Probably well, I mean, yeah. I think when, when we do talk to people that have any kind of idea about analytics, they'll say mm-hmm. Google Analytics. Yep. I think they've... It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the standard. It become the standard, yeah. I mean, probably because it's, it's um, well, it's a freebie. Yeah. You know, whereas there are some other analytics tools um, that you have to pay for, mm-hmm. depending on what they, they provide, at least in the past. Yep. Um, so that's probably why they've kind of had the, 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 the corner on it. I think, too, because they work so well. You think about mm-hmm. Google. It's consistent. It's consistent. Yeah. They have all the data mm-hmm. across the internet about... And the best part about about them in particular is that it can integrate. It's already right. integrated with so many other systems that right. it just works really well as a right. platform. Um, but that's that's a really important distinction to make with analytics, though, is that it's more than just raw numbers. There's there's a lot of processing that goes into the, to to make it useful information. So, um, as a company, uh, what, what should people be what should they be looking for when it comes to their analytics? Like, what are some th- some of the rules of thumb? In looking at analytics, I guess some of the things we talked about with with Google Analytics already. The, the number one is going to be reliability. There's yeah. a lot of vendors out there that offer analytics. You want a vendor that's going to be consistent and reliable and always on, right? Gathering consistent data. That's I think one of the major things you want to look for as a company. The second is going to be how easy is it to implement? Because yeah. if you could pay for the greatest service in the world to put this to use this software for analytics, but if you can't figure out how to actually put it into your site it's useless right so you want it you want it to be something that's relatively easy to implement and that's that's difficult to balance because this is all very technical stuff right incorporating this into an app but google analytics has done a great job of of providing clear documentation and it's a pretty straightforward process to incorporate this would you would you would you say yes that if you haven't, if you have a website or or have had a website, that it should be something that your developer or whoever should have that stuff added. It should be automatic. Should be automatic. I think with any website that goes live, that should be just a natural part of the launch process. Right. So you can see what's a, what's going on. Yep. Because um, it's not going to do you any good if you can't see how your website is performing, right. and that's what analytics does for you. And I think the last really major thing a company needs to look for in analytics is the ability to customize it. You want to be able to build your own reports. You want to be able to filter data the way you want to filter the data. And you also want to be able to track additional information above and beyond the default. Okay. So that customization ability is really important, being able to extend it. So um, how does SEO relate? Hmm. What what? I mean, I guess what it, I think a lot of people hear about SEO and... Yep. And maybe now don't equate that to analytics, but mm-hmm. is there a, is there a bridge there? Is there a yeah? There's definitely a connection. Yeah. Uh, SEO is kind of its own separate animal, and it's it's a huge topic. SEO is just search engine optimization for those who who don't know. Um, although I don't know how you could not know at this point in right. in in the life of the internet and all the technology we use. But analytics is really closely related because analytics can give you an insight into how people are using your site or your application, and you don't necessarily know how to optimize your content for a search engine unless you have some insight into how it's performing. Right. So analytics gives you a tool that you can use to see 
what route people are taking through your site, what pages they're viewing, how long they're staying on your page. And if you find an area of your website that isn't performing as well, then then you can use that information to go in and optimize it sure. and do the SEO on it. Well, a lot of times, too, the, what's, what's found on those analytics even are like uh, organic keywords. Mm-hmm. So meaning like the words people use to find your things yep. on the organic or the free mm-hmm. free uh, search results. Yep. So like a lot of times we'll get people that say, how do I become number one on Google mm-hmm. without paying any money yep. for any sponsored ads? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they usually re- refer to as those free listings, if you will. Yep. Yeah, um, and people think of a search engine optimization as their ranking on the search engine right. and that it ends there. But analytics is another window into sure. how your, your content is performing and can give you insights into the keywords you need to optimize for and improvements you need to make. And when you start talking about integrations, that's one of the really nice benefits of Google as an engine is you can also integrate your analytics with this uh, webmaster tools and search console and everything. And it can give you a lot of information, almost an overwhelming amount of information to drive search engine optimization. So what's the difference between Search Console and Webmaster Tools? And what are the, what, how are they related to? Analytics is what tracks the data, keeps yep. the statistics. Search Console can actually, if you've integrated it with your analytics, Search Console can actually send you periodic recommendations. I just, I got one the other day about some content that we had added to our website. And it said, yep. hey, there's, there's something wrong with this content to get it to perform. On our website? Well, it was specifically about the accelerated mobile page view of it. Um, And it said, you know, you can improve it by adding this field to your page. And so I hopped into the page, made the change, and submitted it, and Google checked it again and verified, ta-da, you fixed your problem. Okay. That was Search Console. Webmaster Tools uh, gets into where you can integrate both of those together and start running, having more control over your website as a whole. And then on top of all of that, there's... um, Google Tag Manager, which gives you kind of a central place to coordinate all of that. Um, so it's, it can get really deep into all the different integrations inside Google. And Google Tag Manager you can use for a variety of things, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like We're using it for, for cl- uh, tracking clicks and right, tra- right. tracking different events, um, different interactions. You can start to customize all of that information. You can, you can start tracking analytics across multiple domains together. Uh-huh. And that's all. It gives you one central place that you can manage all of those tags you put on your site, including uh, paid ads yep. and, and uh, ad integration. It makes it also easier to add. Um, well, because once you do it, then you can use that same, basically, uh, tracking pixel, mm-hmm. correct? For, like, ads and things like that. Tracking code, yeah. Tracking code. Um, yeah, and like on our website, we have multiple things in. integrated to it. But if I need to make a change, I have one... St- bit of code in the pages of our site, I can go into Tag Manager, make all of my changes without having to change code at all. It just, Google takes care of it right. through the Tag Manager. Um, so if you're, a, if you're a small, medium-sized business uh, uh, and you rank high in Google, what tips do you have to help them become more visible online in regards to analytics <laughs> and or SEO? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really tough question because we'll have people calling in all the time. I want to be on, I want to be listed number one right. in Google search results. Or whatever, insert search engine. And we're like, here. we're like, yeah, take a number. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants to be number <laughs> right. one. Everybody wants to um, be number one. I, I think the number one piece of advice, and we say this to people all the time, is be patient. Right. Uh, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're not going to start doing SEO and see immediate results. Right. It's going to be an organic process over time. If you want to do it right, it's an organic process that goes over time. Um, but so be patient. 
You'll, you'll but, get results. Unless you're willing to pay for ads. Unless you want to pay. But even then, right. if you pay for ads, right. it's it's obvious it's a paid listing. Right. That's not an organic ranking but that's inside also, Google. Right. And it's also not guaranteed Correct. that you'll be placed in a certain order um, just because you bought an ad. Yeah. Because there's also others who might be mm-hmm. bidding for the same whatever search criteria you're paying for to, to mm-hmm. return your ad. Mm-hmm. Someone and, else might be willing to pay more for that space. And depending on the phrases you're trying to right. match for, the, comp- the competition can be brutal. So that's why we have we even have some, some agencies that do nothing but this kind of stuff yeah. from a paid they're, standpoint. They're dedicated to that entirely. You know, obviously, we do, we do a lot of those things too. Mm-hmm. Um, or across the board, but there are some agencies that do nothing but that. Yep. Yeah. For for good reason. For good. It's, for good reason. It takes constant monitoring right. and, and being able to adapt as, as circumstances change. So and that's where probably content comes into play too. Where mm-hmm. where as far as analytics and, and rankings, because um, obviously if you put out enough content um, that can be found, um, it's just going to drive more traffic. Mm-hmm. Which obviously more traffic means your yep. numbers. Your analytics go up, or, yep. or you might be doing certain certain actions through that content that you might want people to do based on behaviors. Yep. And that's, so, so that's almost like a third, almost like the third, uh, the third prong, if you will. It is, here. and that's one of the recommendations I had in, in answer to that question was to just follow best practices. Right. Organize your content well. Optimize that content around the the keywords and searches you want to be ranked for, um, and then keep track of it as it trends up and make adjustments. As you go along, that's some of the, the best advice I would give you if you're starting off optimizing your content is do it the right way. So we, what, we wrote a blog article a yeah. while ago about um, future-proof SEO yep. was, the, was the name of a blog post. Um, and that was what I was talking about in there when you mentioned future-proof SEO is you're not trying to trick search engines into, into getting the rankings you need. That used to be a really common thing, spam dexing yep. back in the early days of the of the of the web and the internet when we were working on this. And you had people who were experts in tricking search engines into ranking you higher. But the problem with that is search engines get smarter and smarter as time goes on and they adapt to those techniques. And it can actually reach the point where when you're, when you use some of those techniques to spam a search index, it'll actually have a negative hit on your ranking. Sure. Whereas future-proof SEO is, is using good content uh, targeting keywords and, and putting information on there that your users want, and so as web crawlers change, and they do change, they're, right. they're always changing, adapting, learning. Yeah, as, as those adapt, yep. your content is still going to be good, yep. and it's still going to be consistent, and you're still going to be building domain authority and improving your ranking on the on the search engine. So explain dom- domain authority. Just well, since you use that term, domain I know authority. We've talked about it before. Yeah. In some blogs, but blog posts about that as well. I think yep. these all link together. Domain authority. The short version is getting links back to your oh, yeah. content yep. from outside sources, and it's essentially just Saying, validating. Tr- yeah, trusting yeah. that content, building trust, other yep. third parties validating your expertise in your area. You right. want to be the you want to be the thought leader in whatever you're writing about. Right. And that, that'll build your domain authority. So say you write a good article about SEO and analytics mm-hmm. and it gets picked up and now everyone's linking to yep. that article as a good example. That's mm-hmm. obviously going to yep. basically proving and validating that, the trust in that, mm-hmm. that content. Yep. You'll be gathering those inbound links. You create domain authority. Yes. <laughs> so when it comes to analytics and your website, what are, what are some base things you should be looking for? And then what are some base things? And, and when I say that, like, you know, obviously you've heard about hits and things like that. What are some of the basics? And then what are some, some maybe other things that you can track that maybe people don't realize they can track? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the base things are going to be the number of visitors you have. You want to keep track of whether they're new visitors, returning visitors, unique visitors. Um, the sessions, it's, which is a separate statistic, a session in a search engine. If you think of Google, a session is a single visitor's interactions with your website up until there's 30 minutes of inactivity, and then that session ends. And okay. so it's going to track a user as it goes through that whole thing. And now, of course, that's going to vary because it depends right. on the cookies in your browser and whether you're on the same browser on the same computer. All those different things contribute. So sessions can be a little tricky. Right. Um, you're also going to want to look at their route through your website, um, what pages they're landing on and where they go from there, or if they go anywhere, which leads to the bounce rate. Mm-hmm. So it's when a user hits a web page on your website and then does nothing else. That's that's a bounce. Right. They, they haven't really connected. They didn't find what they're looking for. They kind of yep. moved on. Yep. Really quickly. Click something else. Right. Um, beyond those base statistics, uh, there's also demogra- a lot of demographic information. Yeah. You can find your, your geographic location, the language you're browsing in, the browser you're using, the computer you're using, and on and on and on. And you can start to segment that. If you start to integrate it with other systems, you can actually start gathering more demographic data like their age range mm-hmm. and other information like that and almost to the point where it gets creepy. <laughs> But you can you can go into analytics, and some people don't know this, and you can build segments to actually compare different groups of users. So you can find a segment of users that your business is interested in, your target market, and start to compare statistics for those. Um, really important feature that, that not everybody may know about is that you can actually watch how users go through your website, mm-hmm. their path through your content. And if there's a or there's a single page on your site where you see a lot of people dropping off, maybe there's something wrong with that page, or you need to add some links to that page to encourage them to go somewhere else, or a call to action, or so. So in that like case, that. let's just say you like you followed a blog post that then you led to some kind of call to action, and you took it to a landing page, mm-hmm. but maybe then they didn't convert on that landing yep. page. You they could say, okay, off. we at least know they got this far, mm-hmm. and. The last twenty people that were there did the same exact yep. thing. Why aren't they using, Why aren't they form? using it? Yep. Right. So maybe there's a way you can then probably what you can test some other yeah. other maybe uh, content on the page, mm-hmm. images, maybe the way it's written, or it could mean that there's something wrong with your form, right? And it's not working, and right? Just, they, they just they're trying up. to convert and they can't. Yep. They want yep. to, but yep. they can't. And so you have to do some research and look into that. So with analytics, can you can you can you? I'm assuming you can. Uh, track conversions yep. so like a form mm-hmm. or another like a login or some kind of button mm-hmm. uh, to either learn about who's going there or maybe segment them out yep you can add um, you can go into analytics settings and actually track you can add events to your web page that will track different things one one example we have of that is on our own website I have events in our podcast page that will tell us how many users listen to our podcast up to 25%, 50%, 75%, or who completely listen to our podcast. Wow, so just thousands to, of people. Just to see how, yeah. Just to see who's actually engaging with the content we're providing and then see it, what number of users are actually reaching that point in the audio file. Right. Uh, now, that's specific to people that are watching it directly through our website. I can't track it if it's provided by iTunes necessarily. Right. But it gives us a little bit of insight, and we can start to see trends as to whether people are using that. But that takes some some additional coding and some additional configuration. Uh, we've used it in other places to track specific clicks. If there's a link in your nav bar that you want to see how many of your visitors are clicking that link, you can do that inside analytics. So real quick example, we have a client that um, uses software as a service, as a product mm-hmm. they sell, and 
So for those current customers that are already using the service, they come to the website to log into their specific mm-hmm. um, place to uh, use their software. And yep. so we were, we were, that was one thing we filtered out so we could kind of mm-hmm. take overall traffic, but of that traffic, which are people there that are not necessarily there to use <laughs> the product, but mm-hmm. maybe see other things. Yep, so. I've, I've used that to track that little click link and it sets them as a user, as uh, an existing customer, essentially. Right. And you're going to catch some people that are just clicking that login link just out of curiosity. But what you're going to look for in analytics is trends. Right. Trend. The numbers are going to vary between different analytics providers. Yep. But you're looking for general trends in, in how your website's performing. And typically, when we say trends, I mean, that can be a lot of things. I can think of a real easy one to, to, that's pretty common is just work week versus weekends. Yeah. That's probably a good one mm-hmm. um, as an example. Yeah, you can narrow it down to what time of day. Right. And on which day during the week right. your website is the most active. We found that one particular client was, it always seemed like Fridays at noon. Right. That that hour was the, the highest activity on their site. So that could give you some insight on the when you should send out social media blasts. People are paying attention. Yeah, people either people are paying attention or do right. it at another time when people aren't paying attention right. to increase traffic yeah. at that time and kind of offset that. And that kind of leads into the last thing that not necessarily everybody realizes about analytics is you can start using it for business intelligence sure. and using the information from that performance to make business decisions based on the, on that data. BI. Yeah. yeah. Business not intelligence. B-O. And also you, you, I mean, you can set goals and conversions and you can actually uh, give yourself some insight on revenue. If you have yeah. a particular action on your site that is of certain value to your company, you can configure that inside analytics and it will start, you can set revenue goals and sure. it will tell you whether you're meeting your goals or not. Probably the same with e-commerce. There's probably things there yeah. too where that would come into... Even more applicable to e-commerce. Right. But track how many people... A really good example of it is track how many people have added a product to your cart and you can keep track of whether they actually completed the order or not. So a conversion. And yeah. track that conversion. Yep. yep. And then over time, like you said, trends. Mm-hmm. What are the trends with that specific yep. product? Or if there's friction in your shopping experience yep. that's preventing them from converting. You right. Figure out sense. where it is. Cool. Maybe, maybe your checkout page is confusing. So abandoning it. from from our standpoint, like, uh, is there what are some things that we? I know we do a lot of things currently with clients and a variety of things. But is there mm-hmm. anything that you you think we could be helping more clients with uh, in this in this uh, area, or or how could we better collaborate? Yeah. Or or even have clients ask the right questions of us. Like, what mm-hmm. kinds of things could we do as an agency? You think to help them be successful. I think it's really important just to educate them on what yeah. they can do with this. Because some of them, they, they know the term analytics and they may have Google Analytics installed on their site, right. but they don't know what to do with it. Yep. Uh, they, don't, they don't know how to go in and look at the information or they don't have someone that can gather that information for them. And so just remind them of what, what the power of this actually is right. and how much they can play with it. And Even educate them on, which we do, I'm kind of being... Uh, uh, playing devil's advocate here a little bit just to see what you know but I mean it's true I mean we I th- we always give at least the base knowledge I know with our we do monthly maintenance for some clients mm-hmm. and part of that is a base analytics where yep. we we do a small narrative mm-hmm. where we try to take the numbers but kind of write it out in a way in like a paragraph that yep. kind of explains the summary. basics a summary if you will that's a better mm-hmm. term for it um, I think it's really helpful because mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming it is um but then there's some clients that really want to dig deep, mm-hmm. and we can do that. Yep. Um, and there's you know a couple different layers, if you will, uh, that you can create based on your needs and, and what you're trying to get out of your your online presence. But 
that's one of the things just is the fact you can me- uh, measure <laughs> whether that's your website, whether that's um, actual paid ads, whether that's uh, a form or a specific conversion, a mm-hmm. landing page. There's so much you can basically measure. Yep. So then you actually allocate that to, to dollars or mm-hmm. what people always turn ROI or return on your investment. That's why digital and, and just being online is such a powerful mm-hmm. tool because it's so much easier to really see like, okay, I spent X amount of dollars, whether that's on my website or creating these landing pages or maybe on a specific paid um, uh, ad spend or whatever, and then seeing what you got for that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. You know, we mentioned earlier in search engine optimization that number one tip is to be patient. Yeah. With really good use of analytics, you don't have to necessarily be as patient because you can start to see those trends when right. you put out a new piece of content, you can see a sudden increase in your traffic. Exactly. Or not. Yeah. And find out whether your content is effective and yep. tailor it. And so it kind of helps with that process and that yeah. you can actually get involved and see see an impact on your on your analytics. I think that's a good, that's a good thing to think about or keep in mind is just being patient because it does take time sometimes mm-hmm. to not only put that stuff out, but allow the analytics to create those trends. You can't just make a good decision on a week's worth of hits or non-hits you almost got to see like a few few months maybe yep. um, of actual data to say is there an actual trend here or is this a mirage mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. um, that's cool yeah well great um, thanks for being on oh happy to this, um, it's in case you couldn't tell I enjoy statistics so yeah. this is this is fun oh, stuff for me and I, yeah. I, I do uh, I really do like playing with it that's good <laughs> You know, when we have a we usually have an Ask CA question this week. Uh, we don't, but that's okay. I think we've we had some good stuff here that I think answers some some base yeah. questions about analytics and SEO. So that's good. Or prompted some more questions. Or prompted some more questions, <laughs> which we'll be glad to answer yeah, if, uh, if to and answer when we have those. Um, great. I'm glad you're on. I think we'll have you on more often uh, <laughs> when we have some other specific topics. But this is one that's been kind of timely because we've yeah, had a few other. Uh, um, just client interactions where analytics have become very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, not only just on the base level, but just uh, what's that next level deep? Yeah, and it's kind of blown some minds. I think when mm-hmm. we've shown like what you can do with it. So, and this is and today we just talked about one of the tools. There's right. a lot of them out there. Right. right. Um, well, cool. We'll have to talk more about that later then. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll do make a part two at some point. <laughs> How about that? Yay! Sweet. All right. Well, until next time. Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, Remember to comment if you have anything and uh, ask any questions. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you later.